Hello world, I'm Roger Corville and this is For the Hope's Daily Audio Bible where we read through the scriptures conversationally, talk about the truth claims of Christianity, and learn to fall more in love with Jesus and the people in his world. You ready? Let's roll. Welcome. The book of Revelation's three divisions move from addresses to the seven churches through, number two, God's majestic and wrathful judgment of wicked humanity, and then, beginning here today, on to the coming of Christ's kingdom. As Psalm 2 and Psalm 110 promise, and as 1 Corinthians 15 also describes, the Father will give all rule to the Son after he crushes his enemies under his feet, and he will rule how? Hey, Hopeful, welcome to For the Hope's listener-supported daily audio Bible where we read through every word of God's revelation of himself and consider our own stories in light of that on most days, except that right now we're in a season where your grateful host is taking some vacation time, so we're just reading through the book of Revelation and, um, and then some other stuff, still conversationally, but in a different format than usual. As you're going to hear very quickly... Jesus will rule the nations with an iron rod, meaning ultimate authority. The crushed enemies occur in the second and third divisions of Revelation, and in this third division, which we start but don't finish today, the ruling with a rod begins. And this third division describes a time when, quote-unquote, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. This division of Revelation opens with an interlude that defines the conflict between Christ and the wicked in terms of its historical manifestations and its ultimate expression in the unholy trinity, the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. The plot resumes and climaxes when Christ unleashes the final manifestation of God's wrath in the bold judgments, destroys Babylon, returns to earth, puts down all rebellion, and sets up his kingdom in Zion. And Revelation resolves when Christ restores creation. Father in heaven, we look forward to your ultimate justice and the fact that your justice is grounded in perfect goodness. Help us today to hide these words in our hearts in a way that you know best. In Jesus' name, Revelation chapter 12, starting with the very last verse of chapter 11. Then the temple of God in heaven was opened, and the ark of his covenant appeared in his temple. There were flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder, an earthquake, and severe hail. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet and a crown of twelve stars on her head, and she was pregnant and cried out in labor and agony as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. There was a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven crowns. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in heaven and hurled them to the earth, and the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she did give birth, it might devour her child. She gave birth to a son, capital S. She gave birth to a son, a male who is going to rule all nations with an iron rod. Her child was cut up with up to God and to his throne, and the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God to be nourished there for 1,260 days. 
Then, war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. The dragon and his angels also fought, but he could not prevail, and there was no place for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was thrown out, the ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the one who deceives the whole world. He was thrown to earth and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, The salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have now come, because the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night have been thrown down. They conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they did not love their lives to the point of death. Therefore, rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you with great fury, because he knows his time is short. When the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to the earth, he persecuted the woman who had given birth to the male child. The woman was given two wings of a great eagle so that she could fly from the serpent's presence to her place in the wilderness where she was nourished for a time, times, and half a time. From his mouth the serpent spewed water like a river flowing after the woman to sweep away, sweep her away with a flood. But the earth helped the woman. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed up a river that the dragon had spewed from his mouth. So the dragon was furious with the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep the commands of God and hold firmly to the testimony about Jesus. The dragon stood on the sand of the sea. And I saw a beast coming up out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads, and on its horns were ten crowns, and on its heads, did I just say heads? Keeping it real here, my friends. On its horns were ten crowns, and on its heads were blasphemous names. The beast I saw was like a leopard. Its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. The dragon gave the beast his power, his throne, and great authority. One of its heads appeared to be fatally wounded, but its fatal wound was healed. The whole earth was amazed and followed the beast. They worshipped the dragon because he gave authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to wage war against it? The beast was given a mouth to utter boasts and blasphemies. It was allowed, it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. It began to speak blasphemies against God, to blaspheme his name at his dwelling, those who dwell in heaven, and it was permitted to wage war against the saints and to conquer them. It was also given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All those who live on earth will worship it. Everyone whose name is not written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who was slaughtered. If anyone has ears to hear, let him listen. If anyone is to be taken captive, into captivity he goes. If anyone is to be killed with a sword, with a sword he will be killed. This calls for endurance and faithfulness from the saints. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and compels the earth and those who live on it to worship the first beast, whose fatal wound was healed. It also performs great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in front of people. 
It deceives those who live on earth because of the signs that it is permitted to perform in the presence of the beast, telling those who live on the earth to make an image of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. It was permitted to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast could both speak and cause whoever would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. And it makes everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, it makes everyone to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark, the beast's name, or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, because it is the number of a person. Its number is 666. Then I looked, and there was the Lamb, standing on Mount Zion, and with him were 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. I heard a sound from heaven like the sound of cascading waters and like the rumbling of loud thunder. The sound I heard was like harpists playing on their harps. They sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders, but no one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. These are the ones who have not defiled themselves with women since they remained virgins. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. They were redeemed from humanity as the firstfruits for God and the Lamb. No lie was found in their mouths. They are blameless. Then I saw another angel flying high overhead with the eternal gospel to announce to the inhabitants of the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He spoke with a loud voice saying, Fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship the one who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. And another a second angel followed, saying, It has fallen. Babylon the great has fallen. She made all the nations drink the wine of her sexual immorality, which brings wrath. Another, a third angel, followed them and spoke with a loud voice, saying, If anyone worships the beast in its image and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, he will also drink the wine of God's wrath, which is poured full strength into the cup of his anger. He will be tormented with fire and sulfur in the sight of the holy angels and in the sight of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment will go up forever and ever. There is no rest, day or night, for those who worship the beast and its image, or anyone who receives the mark of its name. This calls for endurance from the saints who keep God's commands and their faith in Jesus. And then I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write, as in W-R-I-T-E, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, capital S. Yes, says the Spirit, so they will rest from their labors since their works follow them. Then I looked, and there was a white cloud, and one like the Son of Man who was seated on the cloud, with a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand, Another angel came out of the temple, crying out in a loud voice to the one who was seated on the cloud, saying, Use your sickle and reap, for the time to reap has come, since the harvest of the earth is ripe. So the one seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Then another angel, 
who also had a sharp sickle, came out of the temple in heaven. Yet another angel who had authority over fire came from the altar, and he called with a loud voice to the one who had the sharp sickle, saying, Use your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of grapes from the vineyards of the earth, because its grapes have ripened. So the angel swung his sickle at the earth and gathered the grapes from the vineyards of the earth, and he threw them into the great wine press of God's wrath. Then the press was trampled outside the city, and blood flowed out of the press up to the horse's bridles for about 180 miles. Then I saw another great and awe-inspiring sign in heaven, seven angels with the seven last plagues, for with them God's wrath will be completed. I also saw, like a sea of glass mixed with fire, and those who had won the victory over the beast, its image, and the number of its name, were standing on the sea of glass with harps from God, and they sang the song of God's servant Moses, and the song of the Lamb, singing, Great and awe-inspiring are your works, Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of Nations." Lord, who will not fear and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All the nations will come and worship before you because your righteous acts have been revealed. After this, I looked, and the heavenly temple, the tabernacle of testimony, was opened. Out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues, dressed in pure, bright linen, with golden sashes wrapped around their chests. One of the four living creatures gave the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And then the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go and pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first went and poured out his bowl on the earth, and severely painful sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped its image. The second poured out his bowl into the sea. It turned to blood like that of a dead person, and all life in the sea died. The third poured out his bowl into the rivers and the springs of water, and they became blood. And I heard the angels of the waters say, You are just, the Holy One who is and who was, because you have passed judgment on these things. Because they poured out the blood of the saints and the prophets, you have given them blood to drink. They deserve it. And I heard the altar say, Yes, Lord God, the Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth poured out his bowl on the sun. It was allowed to scorch people with fire, and people were scorched by the intense heat. So they blasphemed the name of God, who has the power over these plagues, and they did not repent and give him glory. The fifth poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongues because of their pain and blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, but they did not repent of their works. The sixth poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. And then I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming up, coming from the dragon's mouth, from the beast's mouth, and from the mouth of the false prophet. 
For they are demonic spirits performing signs, who travel to the kings of the whole world to assemble them for the battle on the great day of God the Almighty. Red words here, my friends. Look, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who is alert and remains clothed, so that he may not go around naked and people see his shame. So they assembled the kings at the place called in Hebrew, Armageddon. Then the seventh bowl poured out, seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne, saying, It is done. There were flashes of lightnings, rumblings, and peals of thunder, and a severe earthquake occurred like no other since people have been on the earth. So great was the quake. The city split into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. Babylon the Great was remembered in God's presence. He gave her the cup filled with the wine of his fierce anger. Every island fled and the mountains disappeared. Enormous hailstones, each weighing about a hundred pounds, fell from the sky on people, and they blasphemed God for the plague of hail because that plague was extremely severe. And that, my friends, is chapters 12 through 16. I love this line. A little bit of the red words just stuck right in the middle of all of that look i am coming like a thief blessed is the one who is alert and remains clothed so that he may not go around naked and people see his shame lord god when jesus was here he said that in the last days even the elect would be deceived if it were possible lord and i i believe that It appears like what we just read was that the only way we are not deceived is that we have received the mark of your name. Lord, thank you that our our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. And Lord, I pray that right now, right here on at the end of June 2022, Lord, that someone listening here who has not surrendered his knee to the ultimate King, Jesus, Lord, I pray that that you would just speak by the power of your Holy Spirit. My friends, if you are listening to this and you are that someone who hasn't just given your life to acknowledge the King, if you're still out there blaspheming the name of Jesus or not repenting of your works despite whatever's going on in the world, Lord, this is right now, this is the time. Or maybe you know somebody like that. It is not too late to acknowledge Jesus as King. Because one day every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is the Lord of the universe. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.